Hello. Hi. Um, I figured it'd be appropriate that since I've been whining about my hearing, divorce hearing coming, <laughs> whining uh, for days, that I let you know how it went. So um, it actually turned out really good. Uh, I was really pleased. I mean, and the day couldn't have gone better. It was I'm just so thankful. Um, so then I, you know, I was so tired because I haven't slept in days. I feel like I'm just going on like nothing. And especially last night, I was just a nervous wreck and I kept trying to use, I had a meditation video in and I'm trying my tactics to keep myself calm, but I just couldn't knowing I was going to hear his voice and even on the phone and, you know, it was enough to make me, I just couldn't sleep. And I figured I'd have been out like at 8 p.m. tonight, but I haven't still gone to bed and I still feel kind of wound up, I think. Um, just a lot of emotion today. Um, he he still hasn't complied. He hasn't, want, he hasn't turned in any documents or anything and um, no bank statements. And I'm sure they're stalling for a reason because I think everything was due from both of us by the middle of December and I kept sending everything that I was supposed to and they just kept asking for more and more things and nitpicking down further and further and we're sending and then um, he's not sending anything just giving these false promises you'll have it in two days you'll have it in two days his attorney so my attorney didn't have anything to you know really use because she hasn't seen his financial statements and stuff so it was an argument back and forth <clears throat> about how much I should get and um, she was asking for like a really high amount because she's like yeah you just don't go you know going high because that you might get it you know <laughs> you might be surprised you might get but you might get half so start high so there's room to work you know and um, she wanted 3000 a month which I thought was really high and um, I ended up with 1200 a month, which I'm happy with. And, um, but I can see him. I don't know what's going to happen with this. I could see him not paying, you know. People skip out on child support. What's to stop him from not paying? <laughs> you know, he'll probably quit his job that he loves just because he doesn't want to have to pay me. I could see him being spiteful like that, so... And I was like, <clears throat> I've been in just a, a uh, an efficiency apartment this whole time, which is nice because it's been perfect. Like I've talked about before, it's just so cozy and cute and I love it. It's been a perfect little healing space. Uh, but something came available um, near where my sister lives and I looked at it and I'm, I'm leaning toward it. Like, but I don't know what to do because I'm afraid to make a commitment on more rent and another bill uh, because I don't know whether I can count on him to even follow court orders because he's above the law according to himself and he doesn't have to listen to anybody. That's how he acts anyway. So, um, they, uh, it, his attorney was just aggravating. He was like talking in circles about this money that we get to pay our health insurance bill from his employer. I mean, it was just ridiculous. And they did all the talking and my side really didn't say anything, but nonetheless, she did get him to give me a fairly good amount so I was happy you know um because they were coming in at like 500 um he had offered 200 by email his attorney did you know I was like are you kidding me right now like we raised two kids I did everything everything I did you know so um it's such a slap in the face and I'm like are you kidding me I mean they, they just don't have a heart excuse me 
narcissist, and I think he's just a flat-out psychopath. Seriously, he's terrible. So mean. So incredibly mean. Um, but, <laughs> ugh. And yet I keep this draw of, you know, it's the inner, inner child I've been working to heal. That's the truth, too, because there's that draw because my dad treated me bad when I was a kid. So it's like that's how I view love, and he was abusive to my mom, you know. And he can be even weird to me now. Just, you know, just the things he says. You can't talk to him. He'll talk over you. It's just, they're, like, identical. It's creepy. <laughs> Truthfully. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, I am so thankful for the way this day went. And I'm, like, a big believer in astrology and things like that. Because so, I watch, like, the patterns of the moon and everything. And the, I've watched it for a long time. And I actually tested it out. I got Louise Hay has a book, Colors and Numbers. And it's just somebody recommended it to me who's, like, clairvoyant and stuff. She's amazing. Um, and I, I got it and I'm like, oh my God, you know, they'll, it'll tell you your personal color for each day, your personal day number. And I, I swear, I kid you not, I can go not, not pick up the calendar, the, you know, the book and figure out how to see what my color is that day for months. And I'll get to be in the mood, I'll, I'll be in the mood to wear yellow. And I'll be like, I bet anything, if I get that book out, I'm going to calculate it. And it's going to be a day that I'm supposed to choose yellow based on my personal numbers. And sure, it's not every time it's been. Because I don't desire to wear yellow that often. I like it, but I don't know. I just don't have that much of it for some reason. I should start getting more of that. It's bright and cheery for my new, my new life, my new chapter. Um, but, but, yeah. So... Um, yes, yeah, so I follow that. So I was like, and I did it again. I'm like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Wouldn't it be awesome if I look up my personal number and it's a red day? And I, I, sure enough, it was. And I'm like, all right, yeah. I put on all the red I could. <laughs> I had red heart, red and black heart Valentine leggings on and um, uh, like a black layering tank top. And then I had a red turtleneck. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this has got to do, but it looked really, ended up looking really cute. And, uh, so I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. And, uh, I bought two, like, the vet recommended these citronella collars for the dogs. My chihuahuas bark like, like crazy in this apartment building during the day. And I'm always trying to keep them quiet. It's so frustrating. They hear so many people going in and out on a, just in, to a degree, looking forward to getting a more private space. <laughs> so much barking but um I'm like what am I gonna do in this hearing they're gonna be barking their heads off and um and so the, I ordered the callers they came yesterday I got them all fixed up last night and my my anxious nesting behaviors that I go into when I get <laughs> the night before things like this <laughs> start going around and cleaning and just oh my god like milling around through everything but I got them ready and uh I put them on them today and it, I like took, I put their leashes on. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go find the notary. It should be like two or three minutes before the notary was coming. And, um, and so I put them on their leashes and I thought I'll walk down. I told her I was going to meet her at the front of the apartment building and that way they could kind of like get to know her and they won't be yapping at, at her when she's in here. Cause my one likes to yap at people for about five to ten minutes when they're new and they come into the apartment and she just loses her mind and I'm trying to get her to not do that but but I 
I'll tell you what, it was just amazing because not only all this, but they were doing a lot of remodeling and people left a mess, I guess, in the apartment above me and next to it. They literally had to get a flatbed dumpster and it's like parked right outside my window. And <laughs> it's like, bam, they're just pitching stuff out the third floor window. I'm on the second floor. It was so loud. And I'm like, of all days, my hearing and this is happening now. Why? But then like magically, the dogs were quiet and <laughs> they quit working. I kid you not, they quit working like right at like 10 minutes before it was starting. They just quit making all noise. They were like gone. And I never heard them for the rest of the day. And Izzy didn't even have my one, didn't even have her collar on, her citronella collar yet. And the notary was in my apartment and she was just so calm. And I'm like, wow, there's a good vibe around here today, you know? And, um, but I put them on their leashes and walked out and, um, the girl who was coming to be the notary who had to swear me into court was like coming into the building right at my door. And I'm like, she's like, I think I'm looking for you. And I'm like, are you a notary? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, how weird. I was just coming down to the front door and here you are at my side door. She goes, well, I saw this was open because of the workmen. And so <laughs> I was like, I didn't even, it just like fell into place, like clicking a line of dominoes, you know, it just, I love that kind of flow and vibe. It's so much better than the nights I have to sit here crying and twisting and suffering. Um, but I cried pretty hard last night. I had a really, really good cry. It was just so awful. Cause it's, to me, it's just like awful thinking about like somebody that I loved so much and really still do. Um, and always will. I know that, um, I'm sure the love may change over time, but it'll always be there. It's just how it is. But, um, I'm so sorry. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, that is the worst part. I swear. Um, my, the PTSD symptoms, like, especially right now, like I've tell, like I might tell people some, uh, something three times and they'll be like, okay, you told me earlier. And I'm like, okay, did I, because I have like 12 people on the line waiting to see how the hearing went. <laughs> And so I'm trying to like let everybody know separately because I don't, some people don't talk and it's just different things. So I don't want it all in a group chat. So it's individual and it's like this person that somebody's asking me like, yeah, awesome. Okay. And then they're asking me a question and I'm a couple times I put the answer in the wrong thread. It's just been like a lot of chaos. <laughs> chaos. Um, so, but it's been fine. It's been good kind of chaos because, you know, just in the end of the day, it came out really good, um, in my favor. And, but, you know, I wanted, I was going to probably not record tonight, but I really wanted to let whoever was listening know, you know, how that went. And then also last night when I was crying, um, I was talking to texting, uh, messaging, I should say a friend who's an 80 some year old woman who was like led to me it's just unbelievable but she helped me out of the abusive situation that I was in like um from a distance and um she was like my angel my guardian angel she just came in and swooped in somebody like introduced us 
from uh, like a classroom online and it was just unbelievable the way it happened and she had here been like through abuse and counseled a lot of women who had been through domestic violence and she just started talking to me and she would say just the most perfect things at the most perfect time and I swear she kept me going through this when I first had to leave it was a terrible terrible battle he was volatile. I was getting physically attacked. I didn't want to go. She wanted me to go. She's trying to convince me with a gang of other people, including all of my family, you know. And so finally, like, I just went into autopilot and bought the ticket. But um, she was with me pretty much every step of the way. And last night I messaged her just, I was crying so hard over just being sad and that mourning feeling that I had been talking about, mourning the, what I thought I had with him. And um, she said, you know, um, I'm going to, I asked her if I could read our conversation and then I would let her, you know, that you would just know her first name was Vicky. She said that she was good with that because she felt that this could help people. And I think it can help people because it, it was like, this is so nice, but she's just been such a gem. She's so sweet and so wise. And it's just like, I told her last night, it's like, you're like my angel, my guardian angel. And she's like, we're all angels to one another. And I just had chills because it is true. Um, but I'm trying to find where I started it because I want to read what we were saying. Um, I had asked her about, okay, how do you offer self-compassion? Okay, she said, you know, when your entire life has been about figuring out how to be safe in this world, safe when others only abused you, it might be out of your thoughts that you could offer yourself the compassion you need. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is, you know? And I'm like, how do you offer yourself compassion? And, um, you know, she suggested that I find my way into a grief support group. And I had been like, nobody really meant, oh my God, I've been in therapy for a year and I never thought of doing that. I had gone to some CODA meetings, but that's a good idea maybe. But then again, I don't want to wallow in the, in the sadness either. Um, like I believe in law of attraction and, you know, I don't want to, like Abraham says, if you're thinking that I, maybe I'm on that vibe. So I don't know, but sometimes I feel like it might help me because I'm, I am going through a really intense grieving process. Um, but she says, I must've, uh, I know I must've told you about the compassion cloud. She says, though, I'll remind you now it's been a life changer in my world. And, um, I told her that I didn't remember it and I don't think that we did talk about it, but I've been emotional throughout a lot of our conversations. So it could be that, but, um, nonetheless, I loved it so much. I was like, this is so beautiful. This is helpful. You know, she says, so years ago when I was literally paralyzed with grief and confusion, Somehow this vision came to me, a huge white and fluffy cloud overhead with a golden pool chain attached that came all the way down to my hand. The cloud was filled with compassion and I, all I had to do was pull the chain and the cloud would pour down compassion on me and it would fill itself again immediately. No matter how many times I pulled the chain, more compassion would come down. And it didn't even ask me to believe, only to tug on the at chain. No matter where I go, the compassion cloud followed and follows me, filled with whatever I really need at the moment. So if I felt resistance to pulling the chain, that was an opportunity to explore how I might be so willing to self-punish. And I could also explore how simple it was to pull that chain. 
and um, she told me that she's, you know, um, she hadn't done this for quite some time, and she said, and so now she's pulling that chain, and it feels so good, and, uh, and she says, this is for the entire world, really, to open a cloud of compassion, and I was like, wow, Vicki, yes, you're so amazing, you know, um, and she says, you know, with, with the world open to compassion, you know, it also takes away, she says, the pressure of love yourself when we really are clueless about what that means and how to do it. It allows God or the universe or whatever you believe in to offer us that love and compassion that is true and trustworthy. And I feel it allows us to begin to imagine what loving ourselves might feel like. You can take your cloud into court, you know, she was telling me, and I could drop compassion on the attorney, the judge, the room itself. You know, I thought, this is beautiful, you know. I mean, I love that kind of stuff, and I think that's a really nice exercise for people to pick up on doing. And I'm going to, you know, I even told myself that, and I was in bed last night pulling the chain and picturing the cloud, and I pictured the compassion because I'm a heart fanatic. I picture the compassion coming down like little, like, gold foil hearts, you know, um, dropping down from the cloud and on to me, you know. It was kind of neat. I liked it. I have, a, I have a vivid imagination. <laughs> so I do a lot of writing and stuff. But um, I am so thankful to have Vicki in my life that I'm talking about, like my guide. She's been like my cyber. I've never met her in person, and she just is always there and has the right thing to say. But I love that, you know, the compassion cloud and the chain. That's definitely something that can be very beneficial. So, like I said, I asked her and she's like, yeah, you know, I would love for you to read that. Definitely, you know, if you think it'll help people, you know, definitely. She goes, like she said, it's for everyone, you know. So maybe pass the story around to some people you know and we'll start the more compassion raining down, you know. (laughs) That stuff pulls energetically together, you know, the more people that are in that good, um, vibration. Um, but yeah, there was, um, there was something else that occurred that was, you know, it was eye opening. Sorry, my mouth is so dry. Um, back when his affair came out, we had been going at it. It was like six weeks later and we were fighting like cats and dogs and he was just taunting me with details and using it to hurt me and telling me it was my fault. And, oh my God, it was just so awful. And I can't, I just don't know why I just, you know, put up with that, but I did. And, um, we, we were just, he was getting physical. He was throwing me down and, you know, I'd come back at him with something and he might, you know, get, squeeze my arms and throw, you know, tackle me, had me on the floor, like, hands around my throat and choking me, you know, really hard. And then I finally, finally let go. And I jumped up and swung a crutch. And I was like, I'm going to call the cops on you. And I think I said that to him more to just be like, get him to stop, but also to scare him. Like, you know, maybe he'll quit doing this. I can just tell them never mind or whatever, you know. Um, but think I have like the backbone to stand up for myself a little bit and um but when I stood up I swung there was a pair of crutches up against the wall and I took one and I swung it at him and it hit him in the side and he was fine. He never even had to go to the doctors. I'm not promoting physical violence or saying what I did was right. But 
and the less he was just attacking me all night and I had had enough and just the stuff he was saying was so disgustingly brutal you know like he's the one that had the affair and I sat there faithful and I moved out of state for him and gave up my life for him and and this is what happens you know and so um I was just faithful and you know and he was just brutal with me about it so I when I did that he yanked the phone from my hands and said oh my wife's been beating on me all night and I need, I need you to come out and so a couple sheriffs came and I never even had a parking ticket and um and he made them believe you know and like I don't know he had pinned me down a couple days before with black sharpie marker and wrote an asshole wrote this here on my back and it was just weird he was just a weird you know um he just thought it was funny you know and at the time like the kids were there and they thought it was funny that he was just screwing around with me but to me it felt like you know ugh, you know I don't know I just now I'm stuck with a sharpie I can't even get it off because it's permanent and it's my back and <laughs> so but you know I mean so the the cops were seriously that night I swear they were woman haters I'm trying to tell them I'm like are you kidding me like you know I didn't really want to get him in trouble either you know but I'm like I'm I, I was he has been attacking me you know all night and I had enough <laughs> And, uh, you know, he had me on the floor and I didn't want him coming back at me. So I swung the crutch, you know, but at some point one of us had broke a curling iron in half. There was, cause I saw pictures of it. It came, but, um, when I was arrested and I had to spend two nights in jail, cause the first night they had to take me to the hospital cause I had a goose egg on my head and my arms were bruised up and the writing on my back. And I had remembered somebody took pictures of me because of that. And, um, at the hospital, and so I asked for records, but they're going to be a little while longer. And I thought, oh, I'll call the police station and maybe they have something in the file. The charges were ultimately dropped because he showed up at court and was like, it's all my fault and this shouldn't have happened. And, and then they dropped him. But um, it was awful. But yeah, so they dropped the charges and... But... Uh, yeah, that was just terrible. <laughs> I mean, I was so humiliated. But anyways, I thought, okay, um, if they maybe hit the police took pictures. So I, I called and they told me what to do, that they said they were there and they were on like 35 millimeter film because they weren't even digital yet. I was like 2008. And um, the guys like send us six bucks, we'll send them to you. Um, so I, they came in the mail today. And I had even been like talking to my mom about them earlier saying, I wonder when those are going to come. That'll be nice when they come because that can probably show, you know, the abuse in the marriage a little bit, you know, pinning me down and writing on me like that and just odd things and the bruises and stuff. But those ones, lo and behold, weren't there. Um, I think that they're, I don't know what happened, but I'm going to have to hope the hospital still has them because I know somebody lifted my shirt and took pictures of that because they thought it was really weird especially with the bruises and the knot on my head. And he had nothing. He told him that he thought his rib was broke and he was fine. And um, so so the pictures came and I'm like, eh, I'm going to, I've been kind of running. I had got, I went and got my hair done as a self-love type thing for Valentine's Day for the, try to lift my spirits with the whole court thing and stuff. 
So I'd been running because I dropped roses off in a balloon at my sister's door so it would be there when she got home from work. And I was like, I was so hungry and I just want to get home and sit down. I'm like, I'm just going to enjoy some peace on my Valentine's Day. I'm not going to open those pictures until tomorrow because what if it makes me sad? And then something just kept urging me to do it. And it wasn't like curiosity. It was something else, but I did. And the pictures that I needed weren't there, but there was one picture of me that I just broke. It broke my heart looking at myself. I mean, it was dark, you know, I felt terrible. I, I sent it to a friend of mine and he's like, God, Mary, you know, he's like, that is just despair. That is like, I'm in prison and I need to get out and I don't know how to get out in your eyes right there. And I'm like, yes, it's terrible. I have to wish I could, I'm sure because if I upload it with the podcast, it'll be too small to really be able to tell, but I've never seen such despair in, in my eyes ever in my life. It's just heartbreaking and my lips are all red and you can tell like he's been grabbing my face and stuff because my lips look like they're all chapped and bit down on and stuff. You know, he'd have his hand over my face and squeezing my mouth and around my throat and he was very violent for a while. And him, like I said, that's what blew my mind. He's the one that had the affair. And that's what I get for giving him a second chance. I get attacked within six weeks. It just wasn't normal. And I was too wounded inside to see it. I think I'm healing now because I think I'm starting to see. That picture hit me pretty hard. Um, The hair, my hair being done today kind of ties into that because I got... I took a picture of myself just after my hair was done and I was asking family and friends on Facebook like which style they like better yesterday and so I snapped a picture of what I ended up with and it's completely different than what I had and it looks really I like it I think it looks really nice and everybody seemed to love it but um I had posted that the picture yeah because I went and got my hair done and I hope probably lose my train of thought again I'm so sorry I'm gonna get a sip of water like they'll probably have like an SNL skit about me one day like just try to tell stories and just drop it off and being like crap where was I going with that (laughs) oh my god but I, I think I was trying to say I wanted to find a way to post my that dark picture next to my new hairdo and stuff it's just unbelievable the glow like my son was my youngest son was like look at the glow in you now I mean and it was just downright scary the way that I looked my mom's like it looks like you've been crying and drinking a lot I'm like but I don't drink you know she knows that but I'm like I had nothing in my system mom I was 100% sober I'm like that is just sheer despair that you're seeing in my eyes and I had been crying, but like I said, my lips were red because he had like grabbing me and stuff. So, um, but it was sad seeing myself like that. So I, I, I cried a tiny bit, but I didn't want to go down that lose it route today. So I kept very calm. That was the theme of the day. Everything was just smooth sailing, you know? <laughs> and so, and I'm really thankful for that. So um, but I stared at that picture. I just sat here with the dogs because I was tired and stuff. And I stared at that picture just all night. And I was looking into like her eyes, that girl that I used to be. And I was like, so apologetic, you know, like I was looking like you didn't deserve that. 
You did not deserve that. And I am so sorry that I was not strong enough to protect you because that's been the, the theme, you know, of my inner being, you know, of myself. It's like, so I definitely, you know, I had, I felt like I just couldn't stop. It felt like the, like she had something she needed to tell me, you know, um, or maybe I have things I need to tell her, but and I tried to, for sure, because I feel really bad for allowing the things that I did to continue with him. I don't, and I feel, you know, um, honest enough to admit that I still worry that there is a chance that he, if he tried to hoover me, I would get sucked back in, you know, and I'm so scared of that. But like, you know, I have had an outpouring of just people. You would see if you leave an abusive situation and you start to love yourself, it just starts falling into place for you. I am not kidding you and encouraging you to leave because it's, um, it's hard, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I encourage you to go and just watch the miracles unfold. They will. And, you know, like a kind of a nice therapeutic thing to do. Um, like I did last night, I wrote a prediction of how my day was going to go before I went to bed, like while I was crying, um, I think before I cried, but, um, you know, I just wrote, you know, happy Valentine's day to me tomorrow. Everything goes smoothly. Um, all the support I need, I have the hearing goes well. Um, it's more in my favor. Everything turns out good. I just keep reiterate, reiterating that, um, my heart is open and may only love enter. Um, the tomorrow goes perfect just the way I need it to, and, you know, and I just did that and then, um, just like stuff like that. And then t today it all came true, you know, and I followed that color. I wore red because my, it was my personal day, <clears throat> like the book said, you know, um, and I kept that good, you know, in the vortex vibe, like Abraham says, uh, that feeling good sensation, you know. And it really did work. And so then on the very next page, after I write that prediction, on the very next page, I'll write a thank you for all of that happening, just like I asked for. And I have a page and a half on thank thanking, you know, just thanking the universe or God or whoever you, whatever your preference of saying, you know, just putting it out there, thanking that, it, just being thankful that it happened, you know, um, but I'll write how everything played out just as I thought it would and hoped it would and how, you know, everything that happened. And I just, I'll write how thankful I am. And I've done this on numerous occasions. I mean, I have, I have pages here, you know, I have just a lot of pages where I'll do that. I'll write a prediction for the next day saying it's going to go well, it's going to go smooth. It's going to go good for me. I'll have all I need. Everything I need will be provided to me. <laughs> Um, and then I'll, the next day go be like, yes, this happened, this happened, this happened. It was so perfect. It all worked out all just, it, it just always falls, you know, into place when you're in the vortex, as Abraham says, or in a good state of mind, you know, feeling good state of mind, um, as best you can anyway, cause I know that's hard, um, but yeah, I did have a hard time when I heard his voice. I got like panicked. I just, 
I felt like I was gonna faint for a split second. I was like, oh crap, oh God, I'm gonna faint. And they're gonna be like, uh, Miss Lucky, Miss Lucky, are you there? And I'm just laying in my apartment, passed out on the floor. Oh my God. So I like grabbed the counter. I'm like, God, okay. And then after he quit talking, it was like, you know, um, it, it kind of started to tame down and the energy of the calmness of the room took over and sort of outweighed his dark, heavy, mean energy. <laughs> he is so mean. Ooh. Um, you know, even when I was like on his best side and I got treated best of anybody in his life, even his kids, sadly, you know, our kids, me and him and I, um, he'd still be pretty, he was really awful to me, you know, but even after the kids moved out, it was, he still had his episodes. So, but I think I'm going to sign off and try to get some sleep. I really just wanted to share my little Vicky story so that you can try to remember to have that cloud following you around with that nice gold chain. And when you need a little bit of compassion, let it rain down on yourself. And like she said, it's a good time to self-reflect, you know, on why, you know, you don't want to pull the chain. So I hope it helps. I really love it. And I, I'm, I'm sure that other people are going to love it too. So, um, please come by my website, lifewithasociopath.net and, um, register for the forums and just stop in and say something. If you don't mind, I would love to hear from you. And if you want to email me, um, it's vortexgirl203 at gmail.com. And, um, I know some people have been emailing me and I really appreciate it. It's been so nice. Um, some people feel that I've been kind of speaking for them and, um, and what they've gone through. And so we're, we're in this together. <laughs> we'll get there. All right. Loved all you, all of you <laughs> have a good night.